Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Sonic Shuffle, a holistic and randomly determined Sonic lore podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Morgan. And we're gonna get into some Sonic lore. Uh, we, I think we should just get into it. I'm gonna set yeah. a timer for 30 minutes, and I'll start going into uh, Archie Sonic. Okay, uh, three, two, one, go. Okay, so I figure basic introductions is we should go over the initial characters and initial setting. So we our story starts on the planet Mobius, and Mobius. The initial character is Sonic. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> Uh, we start on the planet of Mobius. Uh, it was... This story starts in what was once the Kingdom of Acorn, but is now Robotropolis, which has been taken over by Dr. Ivo Robotnik. What? Wait, that's his name? It's Ivo? Yeah, it's Ovi, backwards. Ovi means egg. Oh, no. Oh no. <laughs> this is gonna be a common thing. Yeah. Uh puns. Yeah. Robotropolis, also known as Mobotropolis. Well, like it used to be this city full of like Mobians, the sort of Sonic style anthropomorphic animal. Although in these early years you don't see as many of those. Oh, by the way, listeners, I should just let you know, uh you will not hear exactly thirty minutes because I um, because I'm re- Ah, tongue stuck. I'm- I'm- Well, I'm gonna be cutting out pauses like the ones you just heard. Anyways. So, Robotropolis. Uh, Dr. Robotnik turned everyone in Robotropolis, which was the capital of the Kingdom of Acorn, into ro- robots. He robot- it's either called roboticized or robotized. I prefer saying roboticized for can it just sounds right. Are they like cyborgs? Yes and no. They're basically they've been turned completely into robot people. Uh the degree to which varies, but I will open up a picture of one such character to show you. Uh listeners, look up uh Uncle Chuck. Uh let's see. Uncle fuck. <laughs> quality content. It is quality content is the thing because let me just copy this image and paste it in the Discord and this gives you enough time to look it up yourself if you're a listener. Uh, and I will post this in mod chat. Don't do it if you're driving. Alright, that is a picture of Uncle Chuck. This is generally what a, what a roboticized Mobian looks like. This looks like the anim- like the animation, the anime, I guess. Yeah, that's from Sad AM. Uh, oh, he's in both. Yeah. Mm. A lot of stuff from Sad AM and uh, Archie Sonic was... Or, sorry, a lot of stuff from Sad AM and Adventures was brought over into the Archie series. It's sort of the baseline setting. All right, now I can... So, Robotnik rules the world, basically. And to fight against him are the Freedom Fighters, which Sonic is part of. 
Freedom Fighters are led by Sally Acorn. In early stuff, she's a squirrel, but later she gets retconned to a chipmunk because she doesn't have a big tail. They're, like, related. Who cares? <laughs> I'm sure Sonic people care. It's... Honestly, I genuinely don't know how much people do or don't care. <laughs> uh, at least on this particular issue. I'm gonna paste a picture of Sally Acorn. But I should also post I should probably her... describe these. Just in case people aren't looking them up. Yeah, maybe I should. Uh, Uncle Chuck basically looks like Metal Sonic. He's a sort of robot dog. And then I would say, like, um, sh- S- Sally looks almost like she gives me Tails vibes. And I think that might be just because of the ears. But, like, she has hair. She has red hair and boots and actual, like, clothing. But not a lot. Just, like, a vest and boots. One thing about Sonic character design is that women always have more clothes than men. Probably for the best. Can't show teddies. There, yeah, exactly. In fact, Sally will get a redesign later on that gives her a vest and pants. Or a covered vest and pants. Cannot see the anything. I cannot find the picture, but there's also... In these early comics, she's pink. I think it might have been like a bit of miscommunication or some design issues. She looking like Amy? <laughs> In the early issues, she has like pink fur and black hair. Oh, and she doesn't wear a vest. That's basically the important stuff about her design. Sally Acorn is the was the princess of the Kingdom of Acorn. She is also the leader of the Freedom Fighters, which are as I mentioned, are a militia that fight Robotnik. She's more or less the sort of organized leader character. She's a princess, right? Yeah, she's a princess. Let's go with the next character. Monarchy versus fascism. I don't know why I listed Sally first, not Sonic first, but... Fuck Sonic! He's gonna show up in every single one of these. So, like, like yeah, he's probably gonna be a little different. Like, not looking, but, like, different acting, I guess. So it's like, you know, you know him, you love him, or you don't, and you just want to learn about him anyway. Hate, hate learning. <laughs> but yeah, Sonic is the, sort of the top member, well, not, sort of the elite member of the Freedom Fighters. He's, he's cool, he's blue. You know what Sonic the Hedgehog looks like. This is early. This is from the early days, so he's got the classic design that looks smaller and rounder. He's a cute little chubby man. Then, of course, there's Tails, although in these early comics, I think Tails has brown fur. That's really the only important thing to note other than that. And this early characterization is Tails is basically the kid of the group. Two Tails, no gender. Damn, that's right. Uh... I don't listen to your other podcasts. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) He's the kid of the group. He's got two tails. He can fly. And that's about it at this point. Next, we've got... uh, Does he not, like, make robot shit? He doesn't make robot shit in these very early days. They later established that. But I should actually mention the tech guy next. uh, Rotor the Walrus. They were walrus? Oh my god. 
Because he got the, the tusks. Sorry about all the noise. Sure does. Perfect. Um, he's sort of small and round, and I'm just going to open up. Well, actually, just look up Rotor the Walrus. He's sort of like goofy looking and chubby. He's got He's the tech guy. Later on, he gets redesigned to look more like a traditional Sonic character. He looks a little less so in these ones. Oh, I think I see his uh, newer design because I keep seeing him as like a just like a big dude, kind of like big the cat size almost. Maybe not that big, but where's his little round form? I want to see it. Uh, he is always kind of a big chunky dude. Uh, oh, there he is! I see him. You'll be able to tell. It's yeah, he's got the little tusks, but um, they're like smaller than I expected, so they kind of look like vampire fangs. And he's he's purple. He is purple, Ro- like a lavender. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The next person I should probably discuss is the other tech-related character, Bunny Rabot. Bunny Rabot has a particularly unique backstory because she is half roboticized. Like they, they found a bunny rabbit, uh, also known as just bunny or Bonnie, bunny rabbit. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. It's I E bunny, bunny, I E. Um, and yeah, she, she's not a rabbi. She's a rabbit. She's got a, uh, in some of these pictures, at least she has like a braid. She's yellowy. She is a rabbit. As you would think. She's got robot legs and a robot arm. And she, a lot of her stuff involves like having to deal with being partially a robot. And she sacrificed part of her body in order to bring back her uh, parents with her little brother. Oh, wait, no. Wrong <laughs> show. Hmm. Now there's an AU idea. There you go. Full Metal Alchemist ideas. AU. Wow. Yeah, she's got a robot arm and robot legs. She's got a southern accent, and the a lot of these comics write that accent phonetically. Oh, no. A little overbearing, but not quite as overbearing as Antoine de Coulette's uh, uh, accent. <laughs> Antoine de Coulette... Uh, is the is she a skunk? Please be a skunk. Nah, I. I uh, what is Antoine de Goulet? I think he's a fox. Uh, I'm just gonna open up a random picture of Antoine from the comics that I just found off the search results. He's got a little uh, coat. He's he is a Frenchman. He is ar- he is very arbitrarily French. There's no other French characters in the show. He had a French accent in the cartoon, which we will get to at some point. His name should have been Javert. Mm. And I'm Javert! Yes. He's got a coat with, like, epaulettes and little red boots. He's the son of a royal guard, but he's also a huge coward and kind of a dick. He's a short little tail. I'm just trying to figure out what he is. It doesn't matter at all. I'm pretty sure he's a fox. Uh, Short tail fox. 
Antoine is pretty bad in Sarayam, which we will get to at some point, but he's he's okay in this one. He gets some characterization. Good. I think those are all the core members of the Freedom Fighters for now. Oh, he looks like he is a blonde. Uh, oh, yeah, he's got a little blonde. A little blonde. I, I almost said toupee because that's what it looks like. It's probably his real hair. But he's, yeah, it's just like a little blonde, like, you know, the hair type, the little mustache looking fucking, it doesn't matter at all. But I feel like that's the most distinct part of him. It says he's a coyote. Oh, he's a coyote. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can see why they would make him a coward then. Because I was like, wait, he's got a little short tail and like tails has two of them, but also long tail. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so those are the core freedom fighters. Then there's the nefarious Dr. Robotnik, who... You know him, you love him. He's around, he's human for some reason, maybe, kind of. Yeah, in the really early issues, it's unclear if he's, like, human or half-robot or what. He's also got the early Western design, which means, like, red irises with black oh i don't remember the word black eyes with red irises basically uh if you've ever seen youtube poop dr robotnik that's him basically he's got a big mustache he's big he's round he is evil i do not remember if these early issue if like archie gave him a robot arm or not he might have i don't know and i don't care but also i should go over one other fairly important character uh, Snively. Snively is Dr. Robotnik's nephew. Let me pull up. Does he snivel? Is he a little shithead? He looks... I'm just gonna post a picture of Snively in the chat. Look up Snively Robotnik if you need help. Do they call him Eggman in the comic? Eventually call him Eggman. This is a pre-Eggman timeline. This is basically what he looks like. Oh, God. He's like a little short little ball man with, like, a green vest or coat thing. But he only has, like, he has, like, weird, like, Tommy hair. Like, Tommy from Rugrats hair, kind of. But it's, like, like spiked up. (laughs) This is a very strange looking man. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's Snively. Uh, he looks old, even though he's like a nephew. <laughs> I think that goes over all of the really important characters I need to establish at this point. So let's get into uh, the sort of part of the comics. I can't believe Snively is important. <laughs> so let me just pop open... An issue of... I'm just going to open up the plot of the first issue because... Generally speaking with these early issues, there isn't really a lot of important plot. But I will like mention stuff that comes up in the future. Is Snively like Sonic height? Think about, yeah. <laughs> I think he's pretty short. At least compared with Eggman. The Man of Egg. I meant to say Dr. Robotnik, his proper name. 
I'm going to just post a picture of this cover. Look up Archie Sonic the Hedgehog issue one if you want to look up this image. There's a lot happening on this. Uh, It's like Robotnik and Sonic in in one corner. And uh, the the walrus fighting a robot. And Tails getting attacked by a jack-in-the-box. And Sally... And the French guy getting surrounded by like it's all just like it's a very it's very comic booky like it's it's pretty great. I really love your descriptions. Thank you. I figured like since you're the one like telling me about it, I I should do the descriptions if that makes sense. Honestly, you're describing it way better than I could have. <laughs> It's pretty good. You should definitely look it up. Sally does not... Yeah, Sally has the black hair in this one. So I'm just going to sort of go over the plot, and eventually we might run into stuff that might require actual explanations. So Dr. Uh, Robotnik... uh, Let's see. I'll just start reading this description and interrupt when I find something I actually need to explain. Dr. Ivor Robotnik is enraged with his arch-nemesis, Sonic the Hedgehog, and hoists up a piñata that looks like him. While Crabmeat cheers him on, he attacks the piñata and shatters it. Robotnik is seething over how he was reduced to hitting something made to look like his sworn enemy when a SWAT brought brings in a plant for Robotnik, who is furious and beats the SWAT bot for breaking one of his laws. No plants. So, just a real quick thing. Uh, what a weird law. A Crabmeat is a sort of crab... Crab enemy. That's all you really need to know. Just sort of crab robot. Very basic. Uh, and SWAT bot are... Tails. Sorry, I was just saying it's going after Tails in the in the cover. Yeah. <laughs> SWAT bots are sort of like the sort of rank and file robots of uh, Robotnik's army and like Archie and Sadayan. They're They're like Cylon looking. Uh, there's one in the cover. He, oh, he's fighting Rotor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, well, like a buffman, white buffman. He's got a sort of visor. Yeah, that's the important stuff to note right now. So, uh, the damaged SWAT bot then explains to Robotnik that the plant called a crude zoo is a special plant that can be used against Sonic and his friends. Robotnik excitedly asks the SWAT bot how it can be used, and it tells him that he can use a burrow bot to spread its seeds into the Great Forest. Um, burrow bot. I am looking this up because I don't remember what... Oh, yeah, these are the little, like, drill nose guys. Blinded by this new plan, Robotnik destroys the SWAT bot and crab meat by slamming them into a disposal unit, using their scrap metal for resources, and sending Burrowbot to the Great Forest to plant the seeds on the crude zoo. So violent. So yeah, that leads me to explain the next thing that I need to uh, well, explain. Not Whole Village. Um, an unfortunate <laughs> name if you are a, in familiar with furry stuff, but... Not Whole Village is basically this little, this sort of little city hidden in a forest. Well, more of a village. It's a little village hidden in a forest, 
and there's like a little underground area that the Freedom Fighters uses their HQ. Anyone who isn't a robot lives here. This is, it's their hideout. Uh, Robotnik does not, wants to destroy it at some point. Uh, and that's basically the important stuff. Does he know where it is and he can't get to it? No. He can't get to it and he doesn't know where it is. Okay. I guess that's good since he Uh, would destroy it, but (laughs) you know. All right. Meanwhile, in Not Whole Village, Sonic the Hedgehog and Princess Sally Acorn are discussing team strategy while Antoine de Coulette is brooding close by, wondering why Sally never notices him. Lost in thought, he leaves Not Whole Village and runs off into the Great Forest to find some flowers for Princess Sally, unaware he is being watched by Burrowbot. Oh, does he, like, love her? Oh, yeah, that's that's a big part of Antoine in these early days. Uh, eventually, he ends up, eventually, he ends up falling in love with Bunny, and it's a pretty... It's nice. It's, it's a quaint relationship. Uh... But in these early days, he's crushing on Sally, and it kind of sucks. Sally's gay. Leave her alone. Yeah. Just, just let her be. I assume Sally actually likes Sonic. Um. Well, here's the thing. She does like Sonic, and it comes up a lot. But uh, later on, we... Way later on, this is actually... I'll get to it when we get to the asks, because someone specifically asked about it. But uh, you should know now that she's actually bi. Like, oh shit! Like, like actually, hell yeah! yeah. I was totally later, kidding. Well, like, not kidding. It was days, me being wishful. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, in I was just saying days, it was... you first. <laughs> sorry, I have to get used to this whole podcasting thing. Um, I was just saying. I I thought it was. I was like half joking. That's all. Go ahead. But, yeah, like, way, way later on, towards, like, the very last years of post-reboot Archie, they were starting to write stuff where Sally would be gay. Uh, well, bye. Which is good, but sadly, this is the 90s, and these are being written by white 90s Cape Comics writers, so it's very hetero right now. Aggressively so. Sally Acorn is the bicon we deserve. Unfortunately, he is captured by the freshly planted crude zoo, but Sonic and Sally hear Antoine's cries for help and rush up to his aid. Meet me at the corner of Hedgehog and Vine, part two. Uh, Sonic frees Antoine from Kruidzu's clutches with a sonic spin and takes him down to Freedom HQ with Sally. The duo bring, bring Antoine to Boomer's examination table to try and get the plant off of Antoine. Boomer takes a chainsaw and cuts off a piece of the table, making Antoine pass out and frighten the process. Uh, these very early issues are very, like, cartoony and comic-y. Uh, okay, later boom. on, we will get to the Penders era, where things are considerably less so. But this is the Gallagher era, the really early days. So, we don't have to deal with that shit right now. So, while Antoine is passed out, Sonic, Sally, and Boomer rip, off, rip the plant off him and throw it into a bucket. After wait, who's Boomer? I was making an okay Boomer oh, joke. right. I was sorry. Like, sorry, I forgot to say. I for- really forgot to mention that Boomer is also the name of uh, Rotor. And these, initially they call him Boomer, but eventually they change his name to the Rotor. <clears throat> okay, thanks. I'm sorry about that. Uh, it's all good. 
Afterwards, Antoine wakes up and has walked around a bit to make him feel better. Tails then enters the room and notices but doesn't recognize the plant. He waters it to the rest of the team's horror. Meanwhile, in Mobotropolis, Robotnik is observing the crude Zeus progress and proceeds to send out buzz bombers to attack the freedom fighters once they emerge from the great forest. He joyfully contemplates that they will be smothered by Kruzu if they stay hidden. No matter what choice they make, he wins and they die. Back in Knothole, the Freedom Fighters are watching a plant as it surprisingly doesn't grow, but explodes into a flash of sparks. The Kruzu turns out to be a robotic plant that short-circuited when Tails watered it. Sonic assumes that the whole forest is covered with plant, and he thinks he'll need a huge water hose to short-circuit them all. But Sally stops him and tells Tails to read the weather report, which states that there is a 95% chance of severe thunderstorms. The rain destroys all the crude zoo throughout the forest. Robotnik is furious over his ruined plan and throws Burrowbot into the robot disposal. That's very convenient. The thunderstorm came and killed them all. <laughs> Huzzah! Yay! <laughs> Story two. You bet my life. You bet my... Bippy. Um, it'd be like that. The Freedom Fighters all call Sonic to the base. To Sonic's dismay, they simply wanted his help folding a map. After he finishes, Boomer tells Sonic that, that Robotnik has decided to make a speech at Casino Night Zone. Uh, Sonic rushes off to Robotnik's casino, Reno Botnik, and infiltrates it. He arrives at the auditorium to hear Robotnik's speech. But before he can do anything, he is hit in the head by an Orbanaut. An unconscious Sonic is stuffed into a ball and taken into a huge pinball machine by a SWAT bot. No! No way! He, wait, he's literally... Oh my god. He's literally a pinball. It's Sonic's pinball, baby. But yeah, pinball stuff comes up a lot throughout the series. It's like a sort of recurring motif. There was a very bad game in the 90s called Sonic Spinball. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Because I was like, yeah, he's a little ball man who, like, fucking... What if... You know how Jumpman... How Mario was Jumpman? What if Sonic was a pinball originally? I do like that idea. <laughs> Let's see. We're about to run out of time, so I'm just gonna read off Oops. this... Last bit of description. Robotnik launches Sonic onto the pinball table where he hits the middle button inside and is shocked with 20,000 watts of electricity falling back to the outside of the machine. As Robotnik is about to load Sonic back up in, the doctor is informed by a sweatbot that someone won his money at the casino. While Robotnik goes off to destroy the winner, uh, Sonic uses spikes to cut into the pinball. When Robotnik returns, he puts Sonic back into the machine but the pinball surrounding Sonic breaks. Sonic smashes the pinball machine and attacks Robotnik and blows up his casino. That was the timer. Uh, when Sonic returns to Freedom HQ, Sally asks Sonic to do another minor task. Get a childproof cap off a bottle. I'm really loving these wiki descriptions for cartoon bullshit. Yes. Sonic uses his noodle arms to rip off a bottle cap. Sonic, you're so strong. Uh, or he maybe he uses his legs, because his legs are probably fucking... He never misses leg day. Except he does, because he's a noodle man. Sonic, do, Sonic just 
runs a lot, and that's all he needs. He's a cardio he's, master. He's got some wicked cardio, yeah. He's for long distance, not for... <laughs> oh, man. I, <laughs> you're never going to get through, like, the 30 minutes, like, getting all through a whole lot if I keep, like, saying dumb shit. But I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and you should. I'm here. That's why you got me here. I'm here to say dumb shit. And to learn, because I am the student. Yeah. I will note, next time we roll this, I, like I said, I'll just cover whatever issues actually have stuff that will come up in the future. Because the early issues are just a whole lot of cartoon stuff. It was a good taste, though. It was a good taste. Also, I spent like half the time describing the characters. Which I am going to do a lot in these first issues, but also now that I've done that, I don't have to do that when we roll Sat AM. Until I say, who's this? And you're like, okay, I already told you. All right, give me I'll like, s- give me like two minutes so I can like grab a die and pull up the list because I forgot to do that. All right. Uh, I'm back. Hello. You missed me talking to myself. I also have dice, so I definitely could have just rolled for you. Yeah, well, I needed to pop open the list into the Discord anyways. So, let me... I'll roll the dice later, but first, let's go over some asks. Uh, We didn't get on the Twitter proper, but I did uh, quote retweet it and typed in all caps... Ask me about Archie Sonic. And we got two responses. Hell yeah. The furry's coming through! Our first question from comes from uh, a friend of the show, Dark Wizard James Mason. Or at Dark Wizard... Or at James Mason 108. Which Archie Sonic original character is your fave? So, I assume you don't really know many of them, so... Not yet. I mean, I can be a good person and read them next time, but I was like, oh, I think we're just going over characters now, so I didn't. that's why I didn't really bother. But, um, I mean, based on, like, design alone, I like... I mean, I like the robots. <laughs> They're really neat. Um... Yeah. And Sally's pretty cool, too, I guess. Alright. Uh, I'm just gonna deep dive for a moment and tell you that one of my favorite characters is from the reboot era named Clove the Pronghorn. Oh, shit. She's a deer. Oh, hell yeah. She's green. Uh, she is one of the egg bosses. So I'm deciding whether how much to dive right now, but basically in the reboot era, Dr. Robotnik has like, in addition to his robots, a cyborg army, just a bunch of cyborg furries. And they're led by a group of uh, generals called the egg bosses. Clove is one of them. She is the egg. She is the co-egg boss of Nora Mare, along with her sister, Cassia, the pronghorn. I'm going to pop open an image of her because she's got a pretty nice design. Mm, did not like that the first was that the autofill was Clove the Pronghorn X Reader. Very troubling content. Mm, well, that's going to happen a lot. 
because Sonic the Hedgehog is a lot of people's first foray into furrydom. And as such, there's gonna be porn. <laughs> I think you've showed me her and something completely on I think for our, our like interstitial game maybe. Yeah. Here's a picture of her and Cassia. Uh, Cassia the Pronghorn also has, like, a really distinct design because, like, so Cassia is, like, like heavily cybernetically modified, so she's got, like, metal Sonic-style eyes, which are, like, black black LEDs with ye- yellow lights, uh, and she's got, like, a sort of, like, robot mouse thing and some fancy robot ears. Uh, but anyways... Clove and Cassia are like co-egg bosses of Nora Mare, which is basically North America. And they they are like really I just really love how they like they're characterized. They sort of sh- like one of the thing about all the egg bosses is they show like all the different reasons why someone would work for Dr. Robotnik and there's this sort of a sympathetic one where where, like, Cassia has, like, this sort of, like, debilitating illness, but Dr. Robotnik's cybernetics keep her alive. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, sorry, which one is she? Because she's the f- first one you showed and the one on the right. Club the Pronghorn yeah. is light green, and and Cassia the Pronghorn is dark green. Oh, okay, because in the first picture, the first picture you sent doesn't have the eyes. Yeah, that's why I posted the second one with Cassia. She's the one with the eyes. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're my, they're probably my favorite characters in all of exclusive to Archie. Anyways, our second question comes from at uh, Meme Jume. I do. I might have mispronounced that. I will eventually know how to pronounce that because they are named after a Yu-Gi-Oh! GX character. Kit at Uni Pain uh, at Meme Jumi asks, Nicole and Sally gay? The answer is yes. Yes. So let me get into Nicola real quick. So, and we're, we're going to get to her soon anyways. Nicola. <laughs> So Nicole is a sort of sentient AI that was sort of made by like a Kingdom of Acorn scientist, not Robotnik, sort of like before everything happened. And in like Sat AM and like the early half of uh, Archie, she's like just basically a computer on a PDA. She's got like a whole bit of backstory that I won't get into right now. In fact, I do not know her full backstory in the Archie Sonic. I will have to look that up. Uh, Well, in like the pre-reboot anyways. But the thing is relating to this, eventually she gets like a sort of like hologram body, like, like hard, like basically. And she can like use that to like interact with Sally in the real world. I'm actually just going to open up a picture of that so you can see. Listeners, 
look up, look up Nicole the Hollow Lynx. Oh yeah, she's a lynx, which is a bobcat. Hollow Lynx is like the most sci-fi thing. I mean, I guess robotic animals are pretty sci-fi too. All right, I'm gonna post a, this official 3D render of uh, Nicole in her Hollow Lynx form. Oh, it's Nicole. I thought you said Nicola. Aw. And like, there's this one, er, there's this one story that was like written by I think one of the people who was working on Sabrina at the time. It had a very anime look to it and a very shoujo feel to the comic. She looks kind of shoujo. Yeah. It was extremely gay. And later, many years later, the writers the writers and artists behind Archie the Archie Sonic reboot wanted to like go further in on that. There was like this story called oh what's it called? Well, I don't remember now, but there was a story that specifically focused on Nicole and Sally that had radiated extremely gay energy. And what they wanted to do was like make, like develop that into an actual like romantic relationship. Oh, hell yes. Then Archie lost the license and they, the comic got canceled and they were never able to write beyond that story, how far it would go. Oh. Yeah. That was the idea. Uh, the characters, the writers and artists were really into it and they wanted to do that, but it never came to be. So. Yeah. Nicole is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Sally is bi. They're in love. Hopefully we'll see at least the beginnings of that, even if we don't see the end result. Can she like hold stuff and shit with the hologram? think so but i genuinely i don't remember but i think so this is really cool like stylized because she's just like you know she's got like the lynx body and stuff but like um she like the yellow lynx but the purple with the purple like clothes and but she's like there's like bits and stuff falling off of her she's a hologram yeah i think that cover is uh everything for now those were the only asks we got. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and roll the die and see what we're, what we're getting next into next time. See, that is a 10. So we're going into miscellaneous. Oh, boy. Mm. What did <laughs> you want to start with? The Sonic Bible. Oh, shit. An early draft that is... Very strange, and I'm very excited to get into. It's Bible Um, time, baby. I'm just going to start reading straight into it when we start next issue. So. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next episode? Uh, Yeah, next episode. Oh, hell yeah. I might read that one since it's just one thing. (laughs) All right. So let's do our closing stuff. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at... At Mike underscore Dawson with a zero on Twitter. You can find my art blog, Art Dawson with a zero on Tumblr. You can find my co-fee where you can commission stuff from me at co-fee.com slash Mike Dawson with a zero. 
You can find my uh, comedy blog, Xbox underscore holiday at, at, wait, yeah, at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. I've been a little uh, slow on that one ever since all this stuff happened, and I had to temporarily move back in with my mom to help her out. But I'll, I'll keep updating. Uh, let's see. I am also a host of Pod of Greed. That's P-O-D of Greed. We are a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. You can follow them at, at Pod of Greedcast on Twitter, podofgreed.tumblr.com, and kaiba.online. Listen to that. I was on an episode and might be on future episodes. It's fun. It's good. Um, Morg, where can we find you? You can find me at Haunting the Morg on Twitter. That's M-O-R-G for Morg. Haunting, how it's spelled. Um, and that's pretty much it for the moment. Um, I Oh, that was my cat. You can find him uh, pictures on this Discord because we have a... Oh, God. He's... <laughs> we have a Discord server. Um, here for Sonic uh, Shuffle. You should join it. I maybe if I say this, it'll like happen and it it will uh, like actually go through. But in the future, you should be able to hear me on a Gundam recap podcast with uh, one of uh, Dan's hosts from Pot of Greed. Max uh, is doing. Gundam shit, and I'm at, like the host in the first season of it. So if I say it out loud, it will come to pass. <laughs> I really hope it does. Me too. It'll be called Wow Cool Robot. So um, I'll probably pin that. So follow my Twitter because that's where I post everything. All right. Uh, you can find the Sonic Shuffle at. Uh... Let's see. I need to look these up because I sometimes forget them. Um, are we going to have the Discord in like the show notes or something? Yeah, I will link the Discord in the show notes. Uh, you can find that at at Shuffle Sonic. Uh, uh, every week I'll probably post like an ask prompt, and you can ask questions there, or you can send more long form questions if you are curious at. At, uh, let me just, or at, hang on, I need to actually find this, uh, email because it's, uh, it's, it's, oh, you mean I remember email? it's weirdly written out because I could not get the one I actually wanted. So, let's see, you can find that email at, uh, I never found where you could contact us, but you can contact us in a long-form email at sonicshufflecast at gmail.com. How do we end this? Shuffle your Sonic every day. No. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I've got the sign-out prepped. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, you can, uh, as we always say, Sonic is real. Strong and my friend.
It's real and my friend. Good night, everyone. Good night.